Hey, what's up, socialites? Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast with me, Joe Dombrowski. And me, Gaspar Andazzo. Before we start, I'm heading back on the road in a couple weeks, back on tour. Get your tickets at Mr. D times three. Shut the fuck up. What? My power just go out? Oh, there we go. God damn. You guys, we've had technical difficulties all fucking day. Guys, this is the third time we're recording this. We are exhausted. We've also been talking for an hour before starting the show. So now it's just added another 20 minutes of technical difficulties. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. Quick. (laughs) All right. I'm going to be back on the road. Catch me next week. New Brunswick, New Jersey. Gas is going to be at that. Then Honolulu, then Spokane, then Toronto, Sacramento, Los Angeles for the special taping. Get in on that. Denver, St. Louis, Burlington, Vermont, Nashville, Austin, Philly, Charlotte, Madison. Get your tickets at MrDDimes3.com. And I will be in St. Louis next week. Then I will be in New Brunswick with Joe and we'll be hanging out in Staten Island together. We will be in, I will be in Boston with Jimmy Cash, the janitor on February 22nd, February 23rd, 24th, 25th. I'll be in Spokane with Joe. Then I'll be doing some stuff in March, hopefully. And at the end of March, I'll be in Rochester and get your tickets at gasparandazzo.com. Staten Island ain't ready, I think. I like personally... I don't think Staten Island's ready. All right, sure. Are they going to be able to handle it? Yeah, Staten Island loves people. We're gonna and, I'm gonna, and hates people. And hates people. I'm going to take you, we'll go to a nice Italian restaurant. Oh, God, Gasper. I'm just, we're going to a deli. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see the bodega cats. All right, so you got shit to bring to the table, apparently. Yeah, so, all right, so if you see this shirt that I'm currently wearing, those of you at home who are listening, it's just a shirt with a lightning bolt on it. It's purple. It is like a super comfortable shirt. It's one of those shirts that like I wear when I like get home, if I'm running errands around the house. You know, like you have like those three or four outfits that you rotate between. So this is that shirt. So on Saturday night, so now like when you're on the road doing shows or like if I'm on the road doing shows, your whole day is like built around the show. Like you wake up and then you're like, all right, well, you wake up at four in the afternoon, but I wake up at like six in the morning. Then I like linger around. I get breakfast. I walk around the city. When we're on the road together, you guys, I'll wake up and Gasper's already lived a full day. (laughs) I'm like two days ahead of Joe every morning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'll text him in the morning. I'll be like, hey, I'm up. I'm getting breakfast. Then I'll send a picture of me eating breakfast by myself. Then I'll say, hey, I met some people. I'm hanging out with them right now. If you want to come down. Yeah. Nothing. And then three, four o'clock, Joe's like, hey, where are you? You want to get <laughs> breakfast? He's like, yeah, I already ate, but I'll meet you for lunch. <laughs> also, just for the record, I sent Joe a video before of my kids because I was playing Mario and Luigi with them. And both of my kids were screaming at the TV, yelling, Mario, Mario, jump, Mario, jump. <laughs> and so I sent it to Joe to prove to him that that's how people say it. What so, was Lucy calling Luigi? Poopy hat. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they don't like Luigi, but Luigi is better. Anyway, so. so the oh, so the point of this was, you know, when I'm home, when I'm home, if I'm doing shows on Staten Island, which I've been doing like this last few weeks, I did a whole run of shows on Staten Island. It's hard because you're just like in your regular everyday life, and then you just go do a show. So like. I'm I'm wearing this shirt all day and I'm running errands and I'm with the kids at Target. Then I'm like, oh shoot, in three hours, I have to be in front of all these people. And then I'm like, oh damn, like this is like real life. I was like giving Lucy a bath. You know, I'm feeding the kids dinner. 
Then I'm like, shit, I got to go. And then I rush over to the place, do the show. But I, so I had this shirt on and I'm like, all right, Melissa, I think I'm just going to wear this shirt. As Melissa, my mom and my sister were over eating dinner. And I'm like, I think I'm going to wear this shirt. And they're like, really? And they're like, you're going to wear that? And I'm like, yeah, why? It's like my, it's my favorite shirt. It's a cool shirt. And they're like, it's not cool. Then they're like, you need new clothes. Like yes. you need a, they're like, you need a better wardrobe. So my mom's like, I'm going to take you shopping. <laughs> like I'm a little kid. She's like, I'm going to buy you shirts from Al Alfani. Oh, I don't even, what's that brand? Alfani? Alfani? What the fuck are you saying? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a nice shirt place. Alfani? Armani? Uh, may, uh, maybe. No, Alfani. 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 Or she's like, how about Ralph Lauren or Polo? And I'm like, no, I don't wear that. She's like, well, what do you want? I said, I wear Target clothes. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, you got, you're, I'm going to get you nice clothes. Because she goes, you go on stage and you just look like your everyday person. I was like, but that's how I am as a person. Like, I can't go up there wearing a dress shirt. Like, I don't wear dress yep. shirts. So, so yesterday we dropped my kids off at my mom's. And we went to the mall, Melissa and I, and I bought all new clothes. So I go to H&M. Okay. So I, that's, that's a little start. bit of a step up. So I bought all and sweatshirts. It's a little bit of a step up. For me. But, but not upstairs. It's like one step up on a Stairmaster Jane Fonda style. Like but I don't want to be upstairs. I, I, I don't want to be. I can't. I'm not wearing an Alfani $75 t-shirt. What the t -shirt. fuck is Alfani? I'm looking <laughs> this up. Alfani. 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 Macy's. It's a Macy's brand. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's my mom thinks like that's what's new and popular. You know, she's from the 60s. Yeah. So, so she's like, I'll buy you nice Alfani t-shirts. So... Anyway, so I go to H&M and I'm like to the guy, I was like, listen, here's my dilemma. I want these sweatshirts. This is how they fit now. When I wear them, I might dry them. Are they shrinking? He's like, well, I preferably like my clothes tight. I was like, I'm not asking that. <laughs> I was like, is this going to be tight on me? I was like, we have similar bodies. I was like, look at your body. Look at mine. If you put this on. So he's like, oh, well, I personally would get a small. I'm like, Oh, oh small. my God. I was like, I'm going large and then I'm shrinking it into a medium. So he's like, no, he's like, you should really get the medium. It'll, it'll shape better to your body. And I was like, I'm not trying. I'm only getting bigger. No, guess, but you're grown. not getting larges. I got large. large. I got a yeah. large. Let me tell you why. I got a large. I bought five of them in every color. I love them. There's what are two, they? They're sweaters. They're just like, what's that called when there's no hood? A crew neck. <laughs> Right? That's a crew neck? Yes. Yeah, so I just bought five crew necks and I'm like, I'm wearing these every day. I could wear them to work. I could wear them on stage. I could wear them to mow the lawn. Like, I could do them for anything. That's what I like about them. So Melissa's like, this is what you picked? Like, this was your big show oh, on stage purchase? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I was going to buy like a vintage like t-shirt that had like the Jets logo on it, the football team. And she's like, just let's go home. Gasper and Dazzo. Can I, first of all, I am in no way someone who should give any sort of fashion advice. However, Morgan, impeccable. Why? He's a fashionista? Not a fat. Okay. He's not really super into fashion. He just has taste and style 
and he it's like something you're born with like you can't learn it like he just yeah. he like knows like these shoes look better with these pants and then this sweater with this underneath it and it's a look and like when we go out i'm he, we had just <laughs> one of the one of the best fights we ever got into you you'll never relate to this this is gay shit you were fighting was, over who was wearing the sweater first of all i can't sometimes this shit will fit me and he can't hand he can't no he's like you're gonna stretch it out you're too big what the fuck are you doing but well you're also tall will, how tall is morgan yeah, I'm 6'3", and Morgan's like 5'11". Oh, so he's tall How tall too. are you? Five. <laughs> Five, six and a half. Yeah. So he will put a look together, and I'll put a look together because we're going to go somewhere nice, right? And like, he'll walk out, and I'll be like, God damn it. Like, now I got to change. It's like, because you look so fucking good. And he's like, can't you ever just say like, oh, you look great, and not like compare it to you? And I was like, oh, yeah, Melissa, I've never gotten into that fight. I know. I was like, I guess. But then also me being colorblind, I'm constantly like, does this go with this? Does this go with this? So now as a colorblind person, do you label your clothing? Like, as a representative of the colorblind community, I just really. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I, like, how do you know, like, if it's a blue shirt? I stick to, I try to stick to a few, I, although I do love wearing color, I try to stick to a few things. Like I do a lot of navies, a lot of blacks, a lot of whites, a lot of grays. Why? Because they pop up better to you? No, they'll like, you can't fuck it up. Are you really, really colorblind? Like you see no colors? No, no, no. It's not like I'm a fucking elephant, Gasper. <laughs> I, feel, I always forget. I feel no. like we've had this conversation. I forgot how colorblind no, I you are. I see color. I see color, but like I like shades get muddy. So the best example I can give you is when you're looking at like a rainbow or a color spectrum where blue and purple touch, I can't distinguish like that. That looks like one longer bar. It all looks okay. the same. And so like, it's like some, you need glasses. Yeah. And like some colors go terrible. They like fuck with my eyes and I like can't really see the differences. Like plum, basically plums, the darker a plum, a plum looks black to me pretty much. Okay, so right, and like, and if it's so, the too, colors are just distorted. The worst is light colors, light pastels almost always look white to me. So, I have put white sweaters, white shirts on, white something, and then I'll go out in public and people will be like, Oh my god, I love that shade of pink on you. And I'm like, What the fuck <laughs> no! are you talking about? Pink, right? I'm like, What are you talking about? Pink, there's one sweater that I love to death. It looks like it's basically like you're wearing a baby sheep. And I wore it, and everyone's like, I love this pink sweater. I'm like, What the fuck are you talking about? Pink, this is cream. They're like, This is pink as fuck. Well, I bet the thing is, like, we could get away because, like, if as long as we're in jeans, you could tell the difference between dark and light. Jeans. Yeah, I can tell about it in dark and light. So, like, you could tell, like, all right, this shirt's light. So, if it's cream or if it's pink, it's still going to go well with dark jeans. Apparently, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not the best at it, too. But being with Morgan, I've realized, like, so many brands that I love to wear now, things that are, like, are easy to put together, like, places you got to start taking a look at. You got to go to Bonobos. It's pretty much all online. You're going to love that. Amazon Basics. Okay, gotcha. Honest to God, that's not a joke. Morgan, no, I know. I'm not going to Bobo's or whatever, Bonobos. Bonobo. Yes, you are, Gasper. What yes, is it? It's a clothing are. brand? Bonobos, I don't put my, yes. I don't put my credit card information on the computer, so I can't. Oh, Fran, calm down. <laughs> this is 2023, Gasper. <laughs> Jesus can't Christ. can't buy anything. Okay, Bonobos. Ama oh, but you're going to buy Amazon Basics, bitch. I'm not. Melissa will buy that for me. Okay, well then your money's her money. It's going online. Yeah, but uh, I don't, yeah. Morgan has pulled some 
amazing looks from Amazon Basics. Well, like Melissa always says, she's like, look at what they model. Is That's wearing. all I do when I and go into like, a store. And then just buy that. That's what I do. I buy everything on a mannequin. I'm like, get this in my size. Good. You're going to do Bonobos. You're going to do Zara. Oh, I, I buy my jeans from Zara, believe it you, or not. You specifically in this little Italian body and all this Italian you got going on, Zara is going to really pop for you. Speaking of little, let me just tell you, I walked out on stage. I'm not that small. I'm average height, right? For a female. And they, I walked out on stage. And when I walked out on stage on Saturday night, <laughs> literally I walked out and someone in the front row goes, oh, he's so cute and tiny. No, if, they didn't. Number guess. one, I have it on recording. So I'm actually going to make <laughs> a yeah. clip out of it. Because <laughs> yeah. the first thing I just looked right at them and I go, I'm right here. I was like, I can hear you. This ain't your phone, like, bitch. I was like, why'd you say that to me? And she's like, no, I said, I was like, I'm not that small. And then I was like standing on my tippy toes and they were all laughing. But I'm like, she's like, I, and then at the end we were talking, she's like, I just meant like, you know, I've only seen you like on the internet, like from like waist up. I'm like, oh, hey now. <laughs> you didn't subscribe, I guess. That's the, the number one comment. There's two it's the comments. opposite for you. They're like, oh, holy people shit. are always like, holy shit, you're so tall. People are like, I, remember I never when I thought. met you. I was like, holy crap, you are a tall guy. Seriously? Yeah, you're. I didn't realize you were like Magic Johnson. I'm not Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's got to be like seven Six one. Eleven. Uh, do you know for I sure? I mean, I'm just assuming because the position he played. The other comment that I get all the time is. You smell so good because I don't know if you ever picked up on it. I take like a horse bath before I go in onto the show. And then I put more on before I go into my meet and greets. No, I just apply deodorant right before I go out and then right after. Well, I do that too. You got to get a Johnson's show scent. Six foot nine. Holy shit. I was, that's where I was pretty close. The, that's, you got to get a show scent too, guess. What is that? Just straight sweat? No, like a, a cologne that you only wear for shows and you just like douse yourself in it. I don't wear cologne. I'm allergic to scented stuff. Now that I believe. That I yeah. believe. That's I mean, unfortunate. I don't really. Yeah, I'm not a cologne person. We're going to go to Zara and we're going to get you like like white sort of crocheted button up shirt. And then we're just going to like... You're gonna wear a, you're gonna wear it open and you're gonna wear a rosary around it and we're gonna put you in a fedora and we're just gonna douse you in old spice. Do you know that because the place I performed on Staten Island was a it, well not was it's a theater so they have like oh, did a you go whole, back to that same place? Yeah, yeah, so they have a whole theater prop closet like yeah. right bef like right outside the green room is like this theater prop closet. So last not last night but last time I was there they had this like giant overcoat. And I just put it on and walked out. And it was like, you did. <laughs> it was like a big, heavy, like fur mink, whatever. <laughs> and I just wore it out on stage. And I was like, how's it going? We're in a theater. And this was back there. And they were all laughing. I'm like, holy shit, it's hot wearing this. Like, <laughs> I love within that. Seconds. But I was like, I can't not put this on. I love that. I, like, I, I love that. I, I got something to bring to the table to you. How many times in your life have you ever almost died? All right. So when I was like seven, I fell into a pool so my cousins had a pool that they didn't properly, it was like you, they built it too close to the house. You like stepped outside and you fell into the pool. Super dangerous. <laughs> the builders were, you know, someone they knew, a cousin, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and they fell. So I was like seven or eight and I fell in and I remember I was drowning as I was like <gasps> oh, no. falling into the abyss. I was like looking up and everything I could like see the, 
I don't know, I could see like the water. Uh, and then my brother actually jumped in and saved my life. So my that God. was one. Swim when you were seven? I, I was just like caught off guard. Maybe I was younger. I might've yeah. been younger. Yeah, because I came, became a lifeguard, so. Oh. Yeah, I was a lifeguard for like six years. Another time I almost died, I fell. I was in the I was in the beach in really shallow water. We were in like a foot of water and we had a raft. And I told my sister, my sister jumped on top of the raft and I was underneath it. And I was like pretending I was like in a cave and I was under it and she jumped on it and my body contorted down. So I was like pressed into the water and I couldn't get up. I was trapped in the foot of water and I almost drowned there. And then in that same lake, in that same lake, I tied a tube, a giant raft, a blow up raft to the back of my friend's jet ski. And I was like, go full speed and I'm going to just sit. So we did, but the jet ski, the tube turned into like a hot dog bun and it went around me and it flipped over and it just, he was going like 80 miles an hour on the lake and I was just getting waterboarded upside down because I was upside down and all the water was hitting me in the nose. I was choking. I couldn't do anything. He didn't know. He was going full speed and I was like blacking out. And then when he finally stopped, I was just like drowning so in the water. So have you ever almost died without water being involved? <laughs> no. No, really Melissa is the one who dies all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm very Go back alive. and listen to that episode of the podcast. I almost died like 25 minutes ago. <laughs> What happened? I, sk I skipped a step coming down the stairs. <laughs> and I like fell down the stairs. And I was just like, how am I not hurt at all? Did you I die? almost, no. And then I almost died like a couple months ago when I slipped on the black ice on my steps. Oh, I, like, I fell, yeah. I felt like one of the characters from Home Alone when he slips on the ice. <laughs> It was just like crazy. And I started thinking like, how many times in your life do you ever, my mom almost died in New York. Oh yeah. Well, aside from that, and then I want to hear about your New York experience. She almost got hit by a motorcycle. Oh, that's about right. She was just like, she got a little too cocky with how nobody listens to street signs and just started walking to the street. She was walking, walking, walking a motorcycle. I grabbed her by her hood, yanked her back. And the first thing she said to me is, can you fix my hood? Not even thank you. I'm like, bitch, I just saved your life. So now, because last week we talked about how you guys were coming to New York. So what was your overall, you know, do you wish you hired the driver? Uh, Did you take a subway? No, it was fine. Midtown, where especially where we were at in Midtown, I felt no more unsafe than I do in Seattle, honestly. No, yeah, and Midtown's fine. There's great. cops everywhere. It's tourists yeah. everywhere. Great part of town. I was in Chelsea one time. It's not bad. I didn't think Chelsea was very bad either. And I was in Chelsea at like one o'clock in the morning, just like walking the streets. I was like, I could walk home if I wanted to. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's people out at all times. That's what's good about it. At all times. At all yeah. times. And then I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Fran was freaking out. At every turn we made, her head was on like a damn swivel. She was just like, oh my, oh my God. Like she couldn't handle it. Like My it was mom's still like that. And she lived here 65 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she couldn't do it. And then, so this is what I got to say. And I've always, I, I've been in New York tons of times. I could do it. Like I could live in New York. I don't know that I would enjoy my life there because it's just like is it still like this in Staten Island every 
friggin' square inch of space is occupied by something. No, so Staten Island is the rural, like they don't even consider us like really a part of New York City. It's like the joke because like we're like, we have trees, we have parking spots. Like it's not like Manhattan or Brooklyn or the Bronx or Queens. Like we are, it's our own entity, but it's still that New York mentality. It's a different mentality. It's a Staten Island mentality, which is kind of worse. Like, cause you're like in a rush, but also you're like, do you know who my father is? You know, like there's a lot of that. Like, I don't know if you get that reference. I do. But, yeah. Okay. Is, is Long Island a borough or no, no? It's Staten Island, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan. Okay. And so then Bronx, Brooklyn and the Bronx and Queens are still like, there's no space. Right? So, all right. So the Bronx is like, you don't go to the Bronx. The Bronx is scary. The Bronx is bad. Manhattan. I mean, I, you know, if you're from the Bronx, that's cool. But you'll be the, you'll be the first ones to also say it's it's rough. The Bronx is rough. And you know, Manhattan, Brooklyn is very diverse now. It's like kind of hipster, kind of like yeah, gentrified, up and coming, trendy. But you still have a lot of issues. Queens is like, Queens is like a Staten Island. Like we're like their own entity. Like Queens is whatever. And then Staten Island is like very like a tie in, like wannabe, a lot of like Jersey Shore, like type of people, you know, it's just a different breed, but, but Staten Island's how Brooklyn was 20 years ago. But you have like, do you have a yard at your house? You have a yard? Yeah, I have a yard. But that's what I'm saying. So like in Staten Island, you have property, like not like, you know, I'm not talking about a huge property. It depends where you live, but like you're not in Brooklyn. Your backyard is like the size of your desk. Like you're just putting a barbecue out there. That's it. Yeah, even that, like even where like less than, you just like the trees on the street have like one inch away from the trunk of little bit of land. I'm like, where the fucking dog's pissing? Like, where's shit going? No. I It was like, dry, I, here's, what, here's what I'll say this. In New York, in Manhattan, even when you're outside, you feel like you're inside. Yeah, because like, and then on top of it, because of COVID and everything, they made all these people put like shelters outside because you weren't allowed to eat inside restaurants. Oh, so. the shelters? Fran, you should have saw Fran. She's like, what are they going to put me in there like a damn caged bird? I'm just going to be like I'm out in the zoo and all these people are going to walk by and look at me in this little greenhouse. But the truth is like, no, <laughs> <it's greenhouse. laughs> they look like little greenhouses. But the truth is like, nobody gives a shit. Like no one would even think twice to look at you. You know what I mean? Like people would just walk right by and you could be in there naked. People would just walk by and not. That's the thing about New York City that like, so like I was in Austin last week. It was late. I don't know. I think we talked about this, but whatever. Like I was like, oh, I wanted to go out, get food. I asked him about the deli. He's like, it's down the street. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was like, hey, so we talked about that. Like there's nobody out at night. Like, you know, I stuck out. Like if I walked around, they were like, this person's not from here type of feel. In New York, like I was in New York before the, I don't know, before a show once. And this woman was walking by, she was completely naked. She just had star stickers like on her nipples. That was it. Not even a, a double take. She just walked by. Nobody even, you know, you had some people who like made comments and whistled. But for the most part, like that's just another day in New York. It's like, oh, here's this lady walking to wherever the hell she's going, completely naked, like wow. just living it up. Like, and it's not a thing. It's just. Another thing that happened that 
So how do I tell this without giving? Okay. I'm going to take this totally out of context because I'm not trying to like drop names and shit. I went out one night because some friends invited me out and they were just like, oh, we're out with some friends or whatever. And like some of my friends who I was with were in entertainment and there were like a handful of people here who I didn't know. And this one guy, we were like chatting, like definitely we're getting along, like talking about some shit. And he's like, oh, what show are you going to see next? And I told him and he was like, great. Yeah, you're going to love it. Blah, blah, blah. And then like he left and everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's a producer on that show that I was going to see. And I'm like, huh. like lead with that. Like, what if, like, you but know it's what I mean? not like a thing. It's just, no, like- it was just like another day. But that's the one thing that I started thinking about too, because I'm like, God damn, like I live in Seattle. It's great. I'm having a great time here, but I'm not like rubbing elbows with people who are in my industry all the time. Like people who are in the same line of work and like understand what I'm doing. And like, yeah, but then when you're here, it almost gets washed it, out because yeah. everybody like everybody that guy talks to, the reason he doesn't lead with that is because then everybody he talks to is like, get me in a show. Can you help me out? Can you, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Because everybody he meets is in last, your field. Last time I was in New York, I had, I don't think you came out. We went, we went to. No, you guys went to Stone Street or we something. We went to Stonewall Inn and you didn't come. And this guy was talking to me. And I, was I like, remember this. Did I tell you? Yeah, he I was know. like. He was like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm here for shows. He's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then, like, his friend came over and he's like, oh, he's a comedian. And his friend was like, they're all there. They all are. And, like, grabbed him and, like, went away. I was like, oh, all right. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's not special to, like, you know, I remember once, like, I was, my sister was saying, my sister was walking in the city and Michael Myers, Mike Myers, you know, Austin Powers was walking next to her. And she, like, did a double take and he's just like, Hey, shh, you know, just don't. And like, just kept walking. And like, it was nothing. My sister's like, I oh, just walked down the block casually with Mike Myers. Like, just no yeah. big deal. Like, but it's just different. It's a different. That's wild. But it's, it's, you know, I don't know. We suck. I hate New York. Would you like um, to get into some emails? Well, let's take a quick commercial break. Let's do that. <laughs> and we're back. You guys, we love getting emails from you by the way. And uh, you can send us emails about quite literally anything that's going on in your life, your classroom, your not classroom. We want to hear from you. So please, please, please send us your wild ass stories to the social studies podcast at gmail.com. Did we get any reviews this week on Apple Podcasts? by the way? Let's check real quick. I think we're number one in the country. We're number one in the world, if anybody asks, but that's what's up. I meant, I said world, I said country, I meant world though. Yeah. So please keep sending us emails because as you know, we really do try to get to them at some point in the podcast. And well, we happen. will, we will, but we will eventually. The plan is one day we're going to just do an episode of just reading and leave us a, a, a five-star review with a nice message on Apple podcast. Cause we didn't get any this week. And that made me sad from the bottom of my as Joe little- went to, well, we did. You know what, Joe? That's not true. We did get a review and I'm going to be the one to read it. We got a review on YouTube. <laughs> and I don't care if it's only about one of us. It's still a review is a review. Someone said, I mean, they put it on a public form, so I probably could say their name, but I won't. They said, Gasper's voice is just so damn sexy. Wow. They, he did say that. Also, this 
dry January, someone wrote about the podcast. This is apparently a thing, but why January? Well, we talked about it on the last episode, the episode that aired today. Yeah, but why I don't why was it January? Is there a specific reason or is it just because like you're starting the new year fresh? Yeah, I think it's because you're starting the new year fresh. Mine is turning into a damp January. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there there was a dibble. I did have a glass of wine when I was in New York and All right, but um, a glass of wine is not gonna, you know, you're not an alcoholic, so you're not like, oh, a glass, glass of wine's gonna You have no idea how the glass of wine to black tar heroin pipeline works. Like it is you talking to me, a glass of wine gets me drunk. <laughs> a sip. Remember I told you as soon as it ends my bloodstream, I'm tipsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I did. I, I cheated. It's it's okay. And, and now I'm done. I'm done for forever. Anyway, I got the I got the emails open. You guys, I just started listening to Churnin' Butter, which is an episode that we had. Heard you read the email. Listening, nodding my head like, oh, yeah, I feel you, girl. And then I realized that was my damn email that I'm nodding to in my head. (laughs) So I went to St. Louis after Christmas, if you're still reading this at some point, told my friend there about you, both of us, Gasper. It's not just Joe, but a lot. Joe showing the videos said, let's make it a date. I will drive to St. Louis for it. We got tickets. We're so excited. We are there. It's been a rough 2022. I need some hap- something happy and you guys are doing it. Loving the podcast. And it is what I call my happy place. Next question. If you are still here, I just started working a part-time job with my husband's company. I am the wife of a COO. I've become responsible for the company newsletter, among other things. I'm working on ideas. Question here is for Joe. <laughs> I hope you're coming to see my show on February 4th as well. But I'm so I wanted it's to, not. I wanted to add some interesting content and also show recognition for the holidays that previously have not been acknowledged. Looking at June, Pride Week, help me know oh, some right. quote in the newsletter for Pride Week. Sense. And please, and thank you. So damn excited to see you in St. Louis. Better yet, I believe tickets for Madison too. Thank you. Love you. Also, I'm okay with being quoted but not even caring love shannon white shannon what a sweet little little princess you are i'm not fully understanding i mean shannon i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not gonna agree that you're a sweet little princess i'm not sure any of this email was meant for me so i'm just gonna sit and listen to joe respond to all the wonderful things you said about joe and i'll just be here so do you want Joe to give you a quote? I don't know. About- I'm just emailing her back. I just said, I'm all in. What quotes do you need? So check your email, Shannon. I'm in there. I think I- that Shannon wants you to help her promote Pride Week for her husband's, husband's- company. But we need to know more. Not that I'm even helping because right. you, know, you like, only what specifically if- aim this at Joe. We don't but- even know what kind of company it is. Yeah, you like, could be slinging if- dildos for all we know. Sells- in which case, we're <laughs> definitely in. So If he Hello. sells electronics, maybe you could be like, Hey, it's Pride Week. Get turned on. Hey, it's Pride Week. Make sure your batteries are charged. <laughs> yeah, like, but we don't know. So you need to give us more information about the actual company. Okay, guess for the next email. All right, guys, we actually just read something. And unfortunately, the next day, the person emailed us and said, please actually don't read that. It was really good. If you want to know more, what you could do is I will be in St. Louis on February 4th. Goddamn gaster. And if you come up to me after the show, I'll tell you all about what they said on the... I, I have to for a second, though. This is from li- literally 
you know who we are. If you're listening to this, you know we're talking about you. It was so good. It was such a good email. We read the entire thing, and then you sent a follow-up email actually four days after you sent the original email. So, And then you said, like, don't put it on the podcast. And we debated still putting it on and just pretending we never saw your second email. And to let you know who the voice of reason was here, I was going to put it on still because it was still good. And Gasper was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I like, because it's so good. And I have to ask you this. If this is you, if this is you, if if you know who I'm talking about, just all we're going to say is it has to do with a little bit of, a little bit of spit up, if you know what I'm saying. I you you wrote us back and you said my friend freaked out and said she changed her mind because she's so worried that she's going to get fired. Literally, we need the story on the podcast. So convince her, tell her we will change names. We'll say a different state. We'll do it in a month. So it's far away from this. Like, get this woman to give us permission. And I know how teachers are like, oh, I'm going to lose my job. and My life is under a microscope. We can do this. And you'll never know. Trust, girl. Yeah. We got your back. You're but a like teacher this, in Hawaii. This different st- gender, different state. Yeah, you teaching. You teaching. This happened in Vietnam. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this ain't even here. It happened in eight, 1984 in Vietnam, to be exact. And, and what happened in your story that now you're all wondering about has happened in other people's stories as well. Which is why we want to share it because it's Cause just it's so, so damn good. real. It's so real. Just let us, and honestly, if you don't share it, I'm going to find a parent who was there and get her side of the story and share that because it's so good. And also, I mean, I'll be sharing it in Boston, February 22nd. Yes, we're going to be sharing. Can I just say this too, y'all? Like, this is the first time this has happened to us that one of you sent a story and then like changed your mind. Don't ever put us through that again. And second of all, like, this story was so good that, like, if you guys got the good good, like, you got to come at us with more stories like this. Like, just give us your shit. And even in your email, change. Every, like, we are, we're going to protect you. But we yeah, need this. We're not this trying video. to get anybody in trouble. We're not intentionally trying to get anybody in trouble. And just, God, Gasper, that was a good one. Yeah. All right. Oh, here we go. Next we'll one. just keep it in the closet for another day. Keep it in the closet like I was for, like, 20-something years. This one's great. And they didn't retract it. Okay. Go ahead and read it. Hey, Gasper and Joe, I love the pod. I'm a behavioral specialist teacher. And I just wanted to say, Joe is the sexiest man I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) Just kidding. I can't stop watching him. I can't stop watching him. Every time I see him, I'm done. I'm grossing myself out. Um, I was a behavioral teacher. This is from an account of a teacher that went on a field trip with one of my most individualistic students that I've ever had. They decided to take all of fifth graders to a museum. Apparently, there was a section of this museum that had a room of amphibians, kind of like a zoo, I'm guessing. In that room was a man with a snake. I don't know why this man thought it was a good idea to hold a snake outside of an enclosure with a group of 10-year-olds, but hey, more power to him. One of my students promptly got into the snake's face and yelled, I can talk to snakes. Watch. (laughs) The student then started going and started talking to the snake in his own little made up snake language. Snake handler man put the snake out of its suffering and put him back into the enclosure. 
He apparently told the group, not from the school, that he had talked to the snake and the snake was very sad. And the snake wanted to be free in the world with his snake family. Then he began offering translation <laughs> services, <laughs> English to parcel tongue, I'm guessing, to say whatever they wanted to say to the snake in exchange for money that he could use in the gift shop. Just one of those things that make you question so many things, but you don't think that you want the answers to. I didn't do a good job of keeping the story short and sweet, but I am happy that I shared it. P.S. I am the person who won all the flare pens last year on your giveaway when I submitted that one time. And one of my kids decided to declare that the spider he found in the hallway was a sphincter sucker spider. <laughs> I do remember that. I might have... I might have given him a pencil or two from the flare pen packs, but thank you. These flare pens are all mine. Happy New Year. All right. So I have two things to say. Well, a few things. One, I respect the kid's hustle because honestly, that's, a, that's, that's an impressive feat to pull off. Two, when I was in pre-K, I went to a gymnastics pre-K and the Burmese Python, my father actually brought it into school and let all the kids play with it. So we all were in pre-K and we got in like a line. I remember my dad had his hockey equipment on. He brought it in the duffel bag and took the snake out. And the snake was just like wrapped around my dad. And we all like went up, we pet it. It was creepy as hell looking back. But my dad brought its giant like 17 foot snake to my pre-K. Also, who are we to say that he doesn't really talk to snakes? Because, so we have this whole theory, like, I don't know. All right, we? Well, so... I don't know if this is going to get like religious here. It's not religious. Like we oh, always right. say like, like, so my wife's always like, you know, there's like those people standing on the corners and they're holding up a sign that's like, spoke to Christ. He told me to tell you that you're the, you're dead, you know? And like, there's always these people who are like kind of losing their mind and they're talking to the devil and all this. So Melissa, my wife's always like, you know, what if those people really are? And we've just as a society have said, well, that's what crazy people do. Like that's, deeming them as crazy people and you just like pay them no mind. But like in reality, like what if they really are talking to snakes or the devil or Jesus, you know, like, and then look back at history, how many people without being religious or anything, but like how many people spoke to God throughout history and said, this is what I was told by God. Some people called them crazy even back then. You know what I mean? But some people said, wow, they, I'm going to follow this person and I'm going to like listen to more of the things that they have to say. You And that's in every religion. Every religion has someone who kind of spoke to a higher power God and then conveyed a message. So like Melissa's always like, well, I don't understand. Like, why don't we take these people's words? Because like now it's just like you're crazy if you're talking to someone who's not there. That's my piece. I'm done. A little bit sounding like a flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> just, I believe the earth is very round. A pinch of flat earther in that little man body. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. believe it. I was just saying, I was just saying you never know. That was you I'll, I'll respect it. I'll respect it. You do. I know. don't respect we'll, it. We'll find just, out when we're dead. We'll find out when we're dead. Or maybe we won't. Or maybe we won't. Listen, I do. Thank have God to you say didn't this. die 25 minutes ago. <laughs> do you have do you ever have like flashbacks of things that happened with a kid that you grow up and you're like, that never happened. Like that was not true as I thought it in my little kid brain. Of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. One, which I think this one is real. We had like an aquarium. I was in kindergarten. And we had like an aquarium come to the school and set up all this these things, these touch tanks. And you could like reach in there and like touch the sea yeah, urchins the or what is sea stars yeah. and shit. And then they took you in a back room and they let us pet a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm over here like, I don't. Am I like making shit up? Like I don't. I mean, it could have been a baby shark. Gasper, I have the funniest story for you. This girl who I used to know, she, when she was little, her her parrot, her pet parakeet died, and then her mom somehow before she came home or whatever got a brand new parakeet but it was a different color so her mom told her that when parakeets molt their feathers they like re molt their feathers <laughs> they come back in, in, color. in a different color so she was in a university course level zoology class and someone was talking about like animals that change color and she was talking to the professor in front of the whole class so she's like oh yeah like parakeets when they molt and the professor's like, what are you talking about? She's like, you know, like when parakeets molt their feathers and they like come back a new color. And the professor's like, that doesn't happen. So she left, walked out of the class and unsigned up for it because she's like, this zoology professor knows, doesn't know that I like <laughs> literally, nothing. I literally had a parakeet that molted and changed color. <laughs> and then she called her mom and her mom was like, yeah, no, that parakeet died. That parakeet's very dead, baby. Very dead, very dead. I so I have a bad molting story. Oof. So I was, I'm gonna, I was 18, 17. I just moved to Staten Island. I bought a scorpion, right? God and damn. You did you ever have a scorpion? No, but your like house growing up was why PETA started. <laughs> we we had a bunch of scorpions as kids, and uh, we had a lot of gardener snakes. Uh, I'm sorry, I need to pause you. The fuck has scorpions? Wait, did you get them at the store? They sell them at like any pet store. Gasper, but like scorpion people? <laughs> scorpion people. Like that's My it. eyes blink inward. <laughs> like if someone was like, I was like on a dating profile and they were like, he's got a great job, lives by himself, awesome apartment, has scorpions. I'd be like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? About, okay, would you care if a guy had lizards? Honestly, personally, no, but a lot of people would. I could see a lizard being a turnoff because it's like, what do you do with it? And then especially the ones who just let them linger on their bodies. I think lizards are great, personally. I'm not a, I mean, I had a bearded dragon at one point in my life. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. So we had So we had the scorpions, right? And they're, and they're hard to take care of because you have to change the water. And when you put your hand in to change the water, they try to sting oh, you. Oh, shit. Did you feed yeah, it cockroaches? What? We feed it cockroaches? No, or crickets, you... crickets. Oh, crickets. Yeah, yeah. So they would eat crickets. So I remember what well, I got it like two weeks later, it was dead. And I was feeding oh, no. it. I was doing everything right. So when it died, I said, oh, this is a cool thing. So I actually have it. Let me see. Was it it's a molt or was it? It's... Oh, let me tell you what happened. So I took it and I put it in a jar. I put rubbing alcohol because he was dead. I filled the jar up with rubbing alcohol and I was like, I'm going to put the scorpion in the jar to preserve his body forever in the rubbing alcohol. So I did that. So I went to the store and I told them that he died. And I was like, it's only two weeks. And they were like, he was molting. 
I didn't he, fucking know. He w- Oh, so you killed? You killed him? I probably, I don't know for sure. So I don't know, like, please don't come after me, animal lovers. But I was under the impression that he was dead. So I dropped his body in the rubbing alcohol only to find out that they molt and they basically don't move for a few days and then come out of a new shell. When he was in his phase of not moving, I assumed he was dead because it was like two days of not moving. Yeah. So I submerged him in rubbing alcohol. Yeah. And which, killed them. But maybe he could have also been dead. Maybe he had a heart problem. <laughs> I don't know. But I had him in a jar for the longest time. I had it on display. But Melissa told me I can't have it anymore. So I still have him. Let me see. I can't believe you still have him. 100%. I keep everything. What was his name? He didn't have a name. He was just Scorpion. I had a box turtle growing up. That's a cool pet. I don't even know what that is. It's a box turtle. They Instead of a turtle that just like puts its head in, it's an Eastern box turtle, by the way. They have a little <laughs> flap of their shell. So when they bring their head back, this flap like blocks it. So they're like in oh, their shell. They're cool. They're really cool. Um, they're cute. Yeah, I... He was like not doing so hot. And then like my cousin came over. He's like, I think he's dehydrated and just like sprayed the hell out of him. <laughs> he ate worms. I'd like go in my backyard and like dig up worms. And then he'd just munch them down. He was so cool. His name was Speedy. Was he, did he move fast? No. I thought <laughs> irony was funny, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But he was dope. Okay, we got time for one more. You want it? Yeah, we have time. Okay. This is called Never Going to Have Children Again. Hi, guys. First, I literally love the podcast and listening to it distracts me from the fact that I am heading into a hellfire that is my school. Coming back from break has been crazy, and we had a particularly wild day where everyone had lost their minds. One of my students who irritates everyone in the class, including me, at all times of the day was in rare form and walked over and started messing with a girl's paper and taking things from her desk. She stole. She told him to stop and he didn't stop. And he didn't. She stood up and kicked him square in the crotch. He doubled over in pain and all the other kids started laughing and yelling. The boy looked at me and said, I'm just going to go to the principal as if he, as he was hobbling out, one boy said, dude, he's never going to be able to have kids again. And everyone started talking about how she just ruined his chances of having kids again. (laughs) And I didn't really know what to say, but I'm certain that my sixth grade student doesn't have any children yet, but I chose (laughs) not to correct them because it was just too funny. That student is fine, by the way, and no real damage was done except to his pride. Thanks for reading. That's funny. What Um, do you think, Gas? Can you, can you, is that true? If you get kicked in the nuts hard enough, you can't have kids? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shall we look it up? I mean, I have a story about it. Yeah. When I was young, I was in high school or I was in eighth grade, maybe I was playing football. I was running. I went, I stiff armed somebody. You know what that means? Yeah. I stiff armed the guy and his helmet. But thank you for that. <laughs> and I put my hand out and I blocked him from tackling me, but his head went into my groin and I was an idiot. I never wore cups when I played football as a kid because I felt like it restricted me. Not like not like that. I wasn't like an elephant. I'm just like, it restricted me like from moving. I felt like very constricted. So I didn't wear a cup. His helmet went into my nuts really hard. 
I went to the hospital. They got twisted. Yeah, my I, my testicles got twisted. I had to like, I didn't have surgery or anything, but they had to do like x-rays on them and stuff. I remember I was in like eighth grade, maybe high school. I was laying on the table, my legs spread. I felt like I was at a gynecologist and they were, there was all these doctors and nurses all looking in and they were like poking at me and it wasn't like fun like you'd imagine. Well, I don't know if anyone would imagine that being fun, but I was like, all right. And of course it was just like all older, like men. According to healthline.com, if you're test, you're t- given that your testicles produce semen, infertility is a possibility if you do enough damage to them. Permanent damage can be caused by testicular ruptures, which can affect fertility. Testicular torsion, which is probably what you're saying, is another serious injury that yeah. can result in the loss of a testicle if not treated within a few hours after the injury. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I went right to the hospital. It was really bad. That's insane. Yeah. Ouch. I'm I'm hurting listening to this. No, it hurt like hell. I was yeah. on crutches. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Well, that was a good one. Hey, you guys, thanks so much for sending in emails. You can send more of them to the social studies podcast at gmail.com. We love these. And also to that woman who's listening, because I know you are, get permission and send it back. Tell her. Tell, we're, we'll send her something. I'm not going to say what, but she'll get something. In return. And so will you if you convince her. So this is a win-win for everybody. For everybody. Because now people want to hear this story. Like, why do we want to hear this story so much? And we're going to hound your ass on this podcast until you actually give it to us. So come on. Or if just February 4th, I'll be... I'll be wearing this shirt. We're both on the road. You can get tickets to my shows at MrDTimes3.com. My shows at Gasparandazzo.com. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. (laughs) 